Father of mine. Tell me where uh, Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Give the gift of Amsoil Lube for the holiday. You're definitely calling to wake me up, right? Oh, no. Were you sleeping? Oh. <laughs> uh, good Good morning, Dad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, honey. Yeah? What? Uh-huh. I didn't have the speaker on. Oh. No problem. Okay. Good morning, honey. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What's going on in your world? Well, it's a uh, uh, really d- dismal day. Uh, it's cloudy, and I, I didn't think it rained last night. It did. It's three days. It's just, just depressing. Yeah, it looks a little weird out there, but, uh, you know, I mean, we'll get through it. You're looking forward to Christmas, Dad. Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, how do you feel about, um, like, uh, me and Diana and uh, and your son Jim and Sandy coming to see you guys? Oh, I don't know. Yeah? Not that I got to check with the boss. Okay. Well, maybe we should have a conversation later on today. Yeah, okay. What, just the four of them? Just the four of you guys come? You know, I'm not sure about um, uh, who would all be involved, frankly. Because we called off the Christmas with the kids and all that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, but yeah. But if we keep it down, well, this is, this is what we're thinking. Be better, you know? We were thinking that if we visited you, we would uh, take a test the day of. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like a uh, yeah. COVID test to see if there's any issue? Well, I don't, I don't think that you have any issues because you're all vaccinated. Well, no, no, no. That's not true. You can still uh, carry and transmit the virus. Oh, I see. Yeah. That is that is the thing. Well, use your judgment, honey. I don't know. I, I can't be a... Well, I think that that's a, that's a safe thing to do. I mean, I wouldn't want to... Uh, I mean, even if you, uh, I'm vaccinated or you're vaccinated, I could still be carrying COVID and give it to you. And then, you know, something terrible could happen. And I don't want, I don't want any part of that, obviously. I didn't know that. Yes, that's uh, that's absolutely true. But if you're vaccinated, you you can walk right into it, no problem. Well, if you're vaccinated and you do come down with COVID, you have a greatly reduced chance of anything terrible happening. Yeah, right. But then again, why would you even catch it if you already are vaccinated? Well, um, the vaccination... Like I said, it's more for keeping you alive than it is yeah, right. for keeping you from getting COVID. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Man, I hate this. Okay. Uh, hey, I got a question for you. Okay. Dear me. Lay it on me. Uh, uh, S, uh, SFD writes, uh, Dean wrote, Dear Meathead, how did you and Joanne meet? Please embellish. Signed, SF Dean. Well... <laughs> I hate to say that because she always brings it to my attention once in a while. I, uh, for some reason or other, she had a girlfriend that uh, uh, I was kind of zeroing in on, oh, on yeah. that one. Uh-huh. And then uh, through her, it was, 
she had this girlfriend, and then I, Joanne was her friend, you know, and somehow I met Joanne. Okay, so you were kind of like uh, trying to get the phone number of the one girl. And one she- girl, I ended up with Joanne, because the other one was, uh, she was a singer at this bar. Yeah. And uh, she says, Joanne just says she was second choice. Yeah, that's what you just said. That's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. It, it, it appeared that way, but no, I, I took a okay. fancy with her. You know. what, did she detect that right then and there? Joanne, did you detect right then and there that you were second choice? No. I, no, she didn't. <laughs> well, I did know that. I knew he came to meet my girlfriend. Okay. Oh, you hear that? But then you stole his heart. Apparently. Uh, Apparently. <laughs> but she was uh, evasive, uh, you know. And, of course, I swabbed her into my life. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. And, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what I did, but uh, made me laugh. Uh, she said I made her laugh. And the rest is history, man. If you make a yeah. lady laugh, man, that yeah, is that yeah, is, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. key. I'll tell you, it's the greatest thing ever that happened to me in my life. Well, yeah, you guys have been, jeez, uh, I mean, it. Uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, it took you guys a couple of attempts to find Mr. and Mrs. Wright, you know, and that's. Yeah. And- oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you think if you had met Joanne when you were 20 years old, you would have stayed married the entire time? Yes. Wow. With what character she has and the personality she has, it's a keeper for life. That is awesome. Well, you guys have always been very romantic and sweet to each other. I've always admired. Love each other. Yeah, I've always admired that, you know? That's great. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing can change that. I do not recall when I first laid eyes on Joanne. Maybe I do. I I think I think uh, you brought us over to the house that Joanne lived in on Cunningham. I think that was yeah, the first time. Yeah, I remember time. you coming in with your instruments. Yes, yes, and I remember Nikki. I remember Nikki in particular. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, she was a baby. Well, she was. Well, uh, I was probably ten years old. She was probably nine. But I remember walking into that house and thinking. Because with two daughters, Joanne was uh, had two daughters that were uh, three, but uh, Elizabeth and Nikki were about my age. And I remember Elizabeth, yeah. I was like, oh, she seems like she's uh, easy to get along with. And then Nikki comes in. I'm like, she looks like she's going to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kick my ass. Oh. <laughs> Just the wars, the wars that we had. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I know. There were so many times I was like, Dad, you need to go hit her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I smacked her one time. Oh. <laughs> one time. And that's when I caught her smoking cigarettes. Oh, no. The, yep. does, uh, does she still smoke cigarettes? No. Okay. All right. She's a hell nut. Oh, that's right. Okay, Dad, here you go. John writes this. Dear Ruben, dear Meathead, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on kids, school-age kids, having cell phones? At what age should a kid be given a cell phone? In reality, 
She should have cell phone when she can afford to buy it herself or himself. I don't think we should be buying our kids a cell phone and give it to them. I, I love the fact that you, you're having a conversation and all of a sudden a phone comes out and she, he or she gets on the phone and start having a conversation. That's ridiculous to me. They're constantly texting. Uh, how do you go to school with that kind of an attitude? Well, texting, uh, looking at the internet, you know, doing whatever they do. Sure, and there's so much availability on the internet. You know, that's the thing. I, it, it, it's the ultimate, in my opinion. Let's say I go to your house and I visit with you. And I've, I've actually done this. And at some point, I ever pull out my phone and start looking at it while you are in the room with me. That is a yeah. that is a huge mistake because you what, annoy me when you do yes, that. Yes, what I'm saying there is uh, this is more interesting than you, and that's horrible. Yep, yep. Good, good analogy. Good analogy. Um. So yeah, but uh, but so oh. anyway, uh, uh, kids should not get phones unless they can pay for it themselves. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. That's that means they never get a phone. Why? Well, because they, they cost a lot. Well, they can get a job. You know, yeah. I like the way you're thinking. I, I I don't know if anybody would actually do that, but uh, most parents will give in and get their kids a phone. Most will. Everybody else. Eric. No, we grew up. I mean, you know, uh, we don't have telephones. And we never thought about that. And all of a sudden, when it became gradually popular, well, I mean, I, listen, even Chloe comes to the house, all of a sudden we're having some conversation. Here comes the phone, show me the pictures of this and that and that, the thing that she did. I don't want to see all that. Well, wait a minute. Showing you pictures. What's wrong with showing you pictures? That's like. Uh, you... I don't want to see a lot of pictures. Well, maybe she wants to share something with you. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, if she's showing she, you pictures. She thinks I should have a dog. What if she's in the, what if Jesus visits her and he's floating above the house and she takes a picture of it? Would you want to see that? <laughs> but listen, I would treat Jesus a little different. <laughs> okay, well, all right. But Chloe is a human being growing up or growing up already. And then she's friend. The whole analogy for me is, she wants me to have a dog. Ah, yeah. So what do I need a dog for? Dogs are. You should get a dog. Are you telling oh, me? Oh, I've had dogs. I when you guys were growing up, there were dogs hanging around me all the time. Well, yeah. So and wasn't that good? It was fine. Well, then what's wrong? Go get a dog. Not anymore. I'm hey. I got neighbors that would just love to see me petting their dog. In fact, I sit there at the ditch when they're coming with their dog, and a dog comes up to me, we pet each other, and hello, how are you? You know, <laughs> and I was like, get the hell out of here. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, Dad, uh, I, I, I wrote down a little bit of the description, uh, of this description, and you, you actually said, Chloe is a human being growing up. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Try to become intelligent, but my God, why does a dog have to have something to do with you in your life? Well, 
Oh, come on now. I have dogs. Oh, I, hey, I lie. Go to that house. This one dog comes out there and sits at the foot of the, right by me, right by on my foot. Yeah. I love them. They love me. That's fine. But, okay, so if I brought a puppy over and gave it to you and you fell in love with it, what would you do? No, I would never fall in love with it. Oh, I, I, you're crazy. You would, no, I, yes, I you got would. a neighbor across the street that's got a tiny little thing, and I know quite a bit about it. It barks like hell, but when I stand there, I keep staring at him. It quits barking and starts sniffing well, my you hand. You see, it's perfect. It's hey. perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, you but, need a dog. I don't, I, yeah, like Joanne says, I don't want okay. the responsibility. Okay, so you're saying you don't want to have to let it out, clean up after it, all that stuff. Oh, no way. Yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing you, Dad, um, I mean, I know how you pick up leaves one at a time and you melt snow. I can just imagine <laughs> what you would do with the dog poop. I'll tell you this. I will never, never hurt a dog or any animal purposely, not at all. Oh yeah, I don't. I I, I, I love didn't, the animal. I didn't suggest that. I mean, that is a God-given creature, especially dogs. I love dogs. Right. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that that uh, you picking up the dog poo would be a sight to behold. You probably use tweezers. <laughs> no, no, I would not take a shovel and do it. I do that when Lizzie come up here. Aha. Uh-huh. Sit down, but I and then she picks it up herself. But then again, occasionally I pick up the shovel and pick it up myself. Okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> but I don't know what I said was cracking up. Well, because she's she's picturing you. I mean, you're you're the guy who who takes shovel. <laughs> I literally comes over and takes a dump. <laughs> when brings a dog, and that dog takes a dump. Come on now. Gee, uh, cheer up, girl. <laughs> okay, Dad. I don't think they are. Uh, Kate asked, "Dear Meathead, what oh, is uh, Kate? She's Jay. she's oh. uh, she's uh, she's sometimes uh, known as Jelaine. She says, oh. what, is, what is your favorite Christmas tradition?' Oh boy, I actually like the gathering. Everybody's happy to gather, but unfortunately, we have a tiny little house, and yeah. when a whole crowd shows up, it's bad news here. You know, but then again, Joanne manages it well." Right now, this year, we can't do it. And, uh, yeah. well, I mean, we used to have, like, uh, eight, nine people. You know how well, nah, ten, about 20. Oh, well, yeah, she, we were packed in 20. there, man. We were packed in there. Yeah, uh, you've been there. You know how it is. Uh, Dr. Jim says, what is your most favorite holiday or Christmas memory? And uh, so do you has anything pop into your brain about a hilarious moment or something fun that, that happened? I really, uh, my famous is, is a, a childhood, really, when I was much younger. Now, uh, did you celebrate Christmas in Iran? Yes. You did? Well, we did, but well, there was a very short term. We we had a, uh, yeah, we had a uh, one room that was totally vacant, cement floor and all that, and that's the room that we would put the tree in there. And we would light candles and hold the candles in our hand because fires are definitely dangerous things in that town. <laughs> I mean, every other day there was a house burning down. So we would light the candle with a little uh, uh, 
bottle cap uh, on the bottom of it so it wouldn't burn our hands when it drips. And it lasts about 10 minutes, the longest that we ever kept it lit. So wait a minute. Christmas celebration is putting candles on bottle caps? And then hold it by the tree. (laughs) Okay. Christmas tree. We could not, we did not have the mentality of electrical lights that goes on no we didn't have the electrical lights that goes on a oh, tree you like, yeah you didn't have like you didn't have the decoration uh, yeah. was by all done by candles and and a piece of board or something and hold it in our hand yeah now and then uh, just walk around it and uh, have toys in there now uh, grandpa was a tough guy did he give away like a free punch in the face for christmas Grandpa was not around when we were doing that stuff. Oh, well, I know, but your dad was there for some of it, wasn't he? Oh, no. No? Because every I time... I don't remember too much about him around Christmas. No. Every time he was, you, every time he you talk about... Oh, I was okay. old enough to uh, appreciate Christmas tree. I know, it's just that every time you talk about him, he's like throwing you guys in the river or something like that. I just pictured... Oh, he did. He a, almost did. Yeah, yeah, he's a jackass, you know, but uh, all right. Uh, my dad was a... Little dude. No, yeah, it was bad news. Okay, Dad, I wrote this down. Uh, you said fires are a very dangerous thing in that town. Oh, yeah. I mean, there weren't too many Christians in our, no, in our no. area that had Christmas. Did you ever try to explain Santa Claus or Christmas to one of the area Muslim kids? Because you were surrounded no. by a bunch, of, a bunch of Muslims. No, I had no relationship with Muslims except... One or two guys, and they, we were buddy, buddy, buddies. This one guy had a fancy jacket, big long jacket in the wintertime. Yeah. And if I was going to go somewhere, uh, have fun with somebody, you know, I would borrow his jacket. Okay. And go with it and then come God. back and give it back to him. Can you imagine if you tried to explain to that guy about Santa Claus, he'd have cut your head off with a sword? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, life was not, it was not normal to us because we're accustomed to it. You know, whatever it was. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, uh, listen, I cried like a little baby when I was maybe uh, 10 years old, 11 years old or something. I needed a, I wanted a tie. Yeah. I had to cry like a baby for my mom to spend the money. Did you say you wanted a tie when you were a little? A necktie. You did? Yeah. I mean, most kids your age might want something fun. I mean, what kind of kid no, that, plays that with... that was my fun. You play with a necktie? No, I would. I needed a necktie to wear. My God. I, can you imagine if a, if a, if a six-year-old kid, they said, Hey, Joey, you want well, a... I was, I was like 10, 11 years old. You want, a, you want a rocking horse or a race car? No, I want a tie. Yeah, right. No. Oh, hey. We, oh, yeah. Well, one, one gift that I got that was a super gift called Meccano. Uh, that was, you could make all kinds of mechanical things off of that, an erector set. Okay, and did that you? That was the cat's meow. I would dust that sucker every day and put it away. So, did you, I, I'm looking at it right now, Meccano. Meccano. Yeah, it's similar to erector set. It's erector set, actually. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Did you, um, did, so did you actually get that as a gift? Yes, I did. Okay, now we're talking. That looks fun. So that, that was the most expensive gift I ever got. Oh, you're not kidding. I mean, if you were to get that now, it's like eighty dollars. Um, yeah, well, 
And uh, it, was, it wasn't that we didn't have that kind of money. I imagine that back then, Grandma had to maybe trade a couple chickens to get that. I don't remember how I got it, but I got it. Holy cow! So that's what you did. Yeah. Wow, I've never heard that. Well, okay, Dad. I tell you what, we'll have a uh, uh, off podcast conversation about what the plan is to come visit you guys. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll call you later on today, and uh, we'll see if we can get uh, some type of concrete plan worked out. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think I, I, th- I, have, I have exhausted my questions. I have nothing more. Is there anything that you want to close with, Dad? Well, you've done well. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say stay safe and, uh, you know, just uh, you're not really mingling with uh, people, are you? Believe it or not, uh, kind of by default, I, uh, I I usually don't get out too much. Um, I did yesterday, but uh, Dad, all the precautions are being uh, are being uh, uh, put in place. Yeah, well, okay, just be safe, honey, because that to me, uh, I mean, you're uh, you had your inoculations and all that, so we're doing all right. But yep, I just heard uh, on the news that some people came from Africa here. And contaminated a whole bunch of. People. Oh yeah, it's 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 a complete disaster. But the beauty of it is, we have uh, as many people getting sick as we have, but half as many hospitalized. Half as many. In yeah, some, we're, in some we're spot. loaded now. We can't take any more still, people. Still, uh, still plenty of people there. And if you were to look, uh, if you if there's a hundred people in the hospital uh, in the intensive care unit, like five of them. Are vaccinated. Right now, it took a speed and it's going faster than it did before. The re- the the majority of the people are the knuckleheads who don't get vaccinated. That's yeah, that, that's yeah. the majority of the people who are in there. Uh, I, there's one person I'm not going to mention it, but uh, dear to my heart, as part of my life, uh, he just won't get the vaccination. Oh yeah, it's it's insanity. Frankly, it's oh. it's it's the reason why this is going to be here forever. Well, I don't know. It is what it is. Okay, I love you guys. I love you too, honey, and thanks for your call, and thanks for a wonderful, wonderful audience. They I are very great. The other day, fact that they spend so much time to connect to me. I'm very blessed. We are very blessed. Me, as, as much as they annoyed me earlier today. Yes, indeed. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll say hi to Joanne. And, or, I mean, I'll say hi to Diana. And, Joanne, you have a great day, too. Okay, though. All right, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the